Hey, hey, all you guys and gals out there in Radioland, it's Lauren Scoto from Nerd Farm coming in hot. You may be asking, hey, why is just Lauren Scoto coming in through my speakers? And that's because Sam has some stuff to do, so we're kind of recording a mini back-to-back. Sam being the first mini, me being the second mini. And, you know, Sam's a busy man. I'm a busy man. We both have stuff to do. Sam has kids. I have two dogs. So I I would say that it's both equal in the amount of work we have to put in uh, with family. But uh, Sam's busy with things. So you guys got me for this new mini that I'm throwing your way. And... This is basically going to be one big rant-filled episode. Boy, do I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about that just cheeses me off, just upsets me to my core, where certain things I just can't even do because of how upset I get. I'm just kidding. It's going to be a fun-filled episode where I talk to myself until I'm blue in the face and you listen and enjoy on whatever app you listen to podcasts on. First things first, I want to thank everyone for really just listening to uh, the podcast in general because it warms my soul down to my cockles that there's people out there that actually care what me and Sam have to say, especially me because I never have anything good to say. So you can just imagine how I feel when someone says to me, hey, I like what you're doing. And I'm like, hey, thanks back. Really appreciate it. Now, for those few of you out there who are telling me, hey, you guys don't sound so good. Get new mics. Guess what, motherfuckers? I got a new mic. Now, I sound like I'm in a studio. And the only reason I am in the studio is because I have a face made for radio. All right? I can't go out in public. But again, thank you all. We got our second sponsor. That's big news. We're doing big things. You might hear a little sneak peek of that second sponsor coming in. So that would be nice. All right. Rant number one. Okay, we'll start out with rant number one. Now, for you folks out there that are from Central California... Let me tell you, we've had some inclement weather lately, right? We've had some rain. We've had some ice. Not a polar vortex. I mean, but 29 degrees is almost a California polar vortex. Got people complaining. Skin's dry. It's cracking. I had to put an impromptu trash bag over my baby lime tree. Things are fucking horrible here. But that's neither here nor there. What I really wanted to rant about is the fact that these people with their automatic lights 
are driving either in the rain or the big one for me is in the fog. The thing with automatic lights is that if it's twilight or if it's not, I guess twilight would be the perfect description of it. It's not quite light, not quite dark. Well, your automatic lights don't come on. For example, when you're driving in the fog and you can see because the sun's out, so it's like a gray, turn your fucking lights on. Don't leave them on automatic because they will not come on because your car's sensor senses that there's enough light for them not to come on. But listen, you dumb motherfuckers at the corner of Thornton and 140, turn your fucking lights on, all right? If this is an issue of road safety. How you even got through the test at the DMV, I don't know. Turn your lights on. The same issue with, with rain, right? You got your twilight hours in the morning, in the evening. It's rainy. You got your windshield wipers on. Uh, maybe turn your lights on. You know, automatic, they won't go on. You have to actually turn them on. The law says... I believe that you have to have your lights on anyways because is it is it with your windshield wipers on then the lights on whatever if you can't see very well turn your fucking lights on all right that's what I'm trying to say this just upsets me all right and, and, and another thing use your fucking blinker who are you? Who are you people that don't use your blinkers? What do you think that everyone can read your mind? I'm not a mind reader. Just ask my wife. I can't read minds at all. It's ridiculous. All right? Just ridiculous. <sighs> Man, I got myself all worked up during that rant. Definitely need to slow it down because I feel like the listeners, I feel you listeners out there in podcast land out there listening on Stitcher and iOS podcasts. I, I know you guys are getting just as upset as me. You're probably pointing at your radio right now and being like, yes, this guy, he speaks the truth. Keep talking to me, buddy. Well, I'm here for you guys. And guess what? I will never not speak the truth. How about that, huh? This last weekend was one of the shittiest Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God. How boring. Honestly, if, if I wanted to watch soccer, I would subscribe to the Premier League on Dish. All right? I want to see some touchdowns. Not one touchdown in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. All right? Uh, absolutely fucking horrible. And the commercial sucked. What good commercial was there? Was there... I, I, I'm trying to think back now. I wasn't drunk, okay? So I should be able to remember at least one commercial. You know, I can't because they all fucking sucked. And Bud Light, let me tell you something. I'm tired of the Dilly Dilly commercials. I don't want to watch the stupid fake medieval times guy walk around with his shitty accent talking about how he likes Bud Light and he doesn't like mead when everyone knows that is not true. 
All right? I watch Jeopardy. I know history. Back then, they all drank mead, not Bud Light. And as far as corn syrup goes, really, Bud Light? Everyone uses corn syrup in their beers. Assholes. Ugh. Anyways. Commercials sucked. Everyone's tired of of the stupid Bud Light commercials. The game sucked. Jared Garf. Ugh. And Tom Brady? What are you, fucking robot? Come on. I'm tired of watching Tom Brady win, all right? You're married to Giselle. You've got six Super Bowls now? Just retire. Do something else. Ugh. Run for office. All right? What do you live? He lives in... He lives in Boston? I think he lives in Boston. Listen, Tom. You live in fucking Boston, all right? Why don't you go over and you run for something in Boston, like mayor or something? You won six Super Bowls over there, all right? Everybody fucking loves you. Team up with Marky Mark, okay? He's got family from Boston. You guys all get together. And this is what you fucking do. You say, listen, I'm going to take this city and we're just going to flip it on its ass. Everybody is going to get free health care. And I don't know, Bernie, Bernie Sanders from, from that area, any? Bring him on over too. You guys all figure it out, right? Ah. <sighs> Folks, that's not even the worst part of the Super Bowl. I think everybody knows what I'm going to say. The worst part of that shitty Super Bowl was the halftime show. Oh, my God. That halftime show was horrible. I mean, Maroon 5 is the biggest meh band ever anyways. None of their songs collectively scream out to me. I need to keep them on a CD in my truck for those times when I really need a flashback into the early 2000s. They're just all something you hear in a doctor's office right before you're going to get your teeth cleaned. But, man, if I wanted to listen to a shitty live performance of someone whining on stage, horrible acoustics, then I just go down to the local elementary school, pay some kid to play their version of Metallica in the local (laughs) talent show. (laughs) I mean... Adam Levine, you nasally little bitch. How you are on The Voice. As a judge, telling other people how good they need to sing or how good they should, or they actually are, is is beyond me because he sucks. It was embarrassing. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. And then, then... it's the best part. It's the best part right here, right? So, Adam Levine, uh, throughout their whole, whatever, 13-minute uh, performance, decides that he's going to go and he's going to take off his clothes. <sighs> I don't know. Sheds one article of clothing per song. 
I didn't think he was going to he was going to do the ultimate and take that shirt off at the very end, but he did. And he showed uh, his shitty tattooed body. And let me just say. (sighs) Everyone can make fun of me as much as they want for my my shitty tattoo, but. Having a gander at Adam Levine's junk ass tourist tattoos, as I like to call them. And for those of you that are saying, hey, Lauren, what the hell is a tourist tattoo? A tourist tattoo is a tattoo that people get when they go to any tourist trap or tourist town that has more than four tattoo parlors in one square mile in the city center. A good example of that would be downtown Pismo, California. There is like eight tattoo parlors within one square mile. And then you get all these drunk assholes that pop down there because they got to hit the dunes. And they say, listen, uh, I'm at the dunes. I got to go after I'm at the dunes. I'll take that back. For those of you that really want to know. Listen, I went down to the dunes with my family. And I decided after I went to Harry's Bar and Splash Cafe that I wanted to get a tattoo. So I went to Mothership Tattoo and I picked out of the book they have up front and I got a a giant cross on my back and then I got California tattooed around my asshole. That is a tourist tattoo. Adam Levine walks into a tourist trap tattoo shop, asks to see the book, and then has them put the put the pictures of the tattoos up on the wall. Then he throws a dart at them, and whichever one the dart lands on, that's what he gets, as evidenced by that junky-ass California tattoo above his belly button. What the fuck was that? <sighs> Embarrassing. M- Embarrassing. Adam Levine, you should get tattoo removal surgery, because honestly, junk. Hey, you know what else cheeses me off? And this is for my dad if you're listening. Joe, this cheeses me off. Hey, AMPM, why don't you take credit cards already, all right? I go in there because I was trying to find these sunflower seeds that I love. My favorite sunflower seeds. They're called Bigs. They have the best flavor in the universe. And Big Sunflower Seeds partnered up with my favorite pickle company, Vlasic. (laughs) Right? You know what the classic pickle is? (laughs) It's a Vlasic. (sighs) Obviously. Anyways, Bigs partners up with Vlasic. They make the best dill pickle flavored sunflower seeds you can buy. So I pop into AMPM one morning and i'm looking to get some sunflower seeds right well ampm only takes debit hey ampm this is 2019 you just lost my business all right you lost my business and another thing ampm coffee fucking sucks all right if you want a burnt tongue cancer and bad flavor all in a cup guess what head down to ampm they got your back but seriously, you don't take ter- you don't take credit cards in 2019. What are you trying to do? 
lower your prices on gas, you already have top-tier fuel, and that's in air quotes, top-tier fuel. <laughs> Junk-tier if you don't let me use my credit card, all right? I got credit cards that get miles and points if I use them at gas stations, and I can't with you, AMPM, because of your need to only allow debit cards, all right? I'm trying to just get my big sunflower seeds. That's it. Let me use my credit card. For God's sakes, use a goddamn iPhone in the back with a square in it or something and get better donuts or breakfast food. I, I don't know. You, you just got to do something, AM, PM. Everyone only goes to you because you have cheap gas. They don't like your stores. They're dog shit. Enough about you. My niece Charlie's birthday was this last weekend. And let me just say... I don't think I need kids just yet. We could wait for a little while. Going from no kids to a birthday party full of three, four, and five-year-old kids running around a trampoline gym is the best birth control ever. It's like walking into a methadone clinic, handing out a couple crack pipes, Big old bag of crack and saying, hey, guys, have at it. Everyone shows up. They're like, what is this for real? Then they get out there and they lose their fucking minds. Screaming at the top of their heads. No one can do anything. It's it's absolute mayhem. The parents are like, hey, hey, Johnny, stop. Stop doing that. Don't hit that kid in the head with, with that giant foam thing. Johnny, damn it. Stop. Nope, no one's listening. They're running around. They're screaming. It's it's insane. It's insane. It's like it's like unleashing fifty women into a, a Macy's store before it opens and telling them they have thirty minutes to put whatever they can get into a basket and try and get to the finish line. Whatever they get in the basket, they can keep. Imagine that, right? And then imagine those women are all mentally unstable, right? That's a good mental picture. Mentally unstable women sprinting around a Macy's before opening time with shopping carts, trying to put shit into the shopping cart, fighting each other over who wants that medium blouse, right? Hey, those citizens, those jeans, fucking mine. Mine, all right? I had them first. Fights break out. Insanity. That's how that birthday party was. If you take a look through my eyes, that's exactly what you would have seen. A couple weekends ago, I went to the local swap meet in Turlock. Boy, is that not redneck heaven? I mean, imagine walking around an entire fairgrounds full of people that live in trailers in the boonies that decided like, hey, that rusty piece of shit that I got back out there, I'm going to say it's a 36 Ford cab. I'm going to slap a $2,000 price tag on it. 
and I'm going to take it to this thing and try and sell it. Now, take that and multiply that by about 3,000 vendors. Then take that and multiply that by about maybe 15,000 people who are all walking around looking at this junk saying like, hey, I see you got, uh, see you got that 36 Ford cab there. Do you know where you got that from? Uh, no, you know, it's been my family for a long time. You just got out of the back of his car, right? Or back behind his trailer. I mean, come on. Well, you, you want $2,000 for that cab? Cab's in bad condition. It's all rusted out and whatnot. What, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Listen, sir, I'm asking 2000 for it. Take it or leave it. It's in great condition for being a 36. It's only been out in the elements for nigh on 80 fucking years. You either want it or you don't. That rust will buff right out. You get one of them sander flap wheels, put it on the grinder. Guess what? Good as new. Put a nice frame under it. Put some big tires on it. Rat rod it. Put a nice engine in there. Maybe a vet engine. I seen in Summit Racing, you could get them vet engines. Throw it all in there. Make that fucking car. Goddamn beast. What do you say? 2000 Well, you take 1500 for it. Deal. Sold. Perfect. All day long. All day long. That's how it goes. No, I can't lie. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. Although there was something new this year. As I walked around about 7 in the morning till 11.30 in the morning, right before lunch, early, early lunch, I must have got a contact high. Look, they don't bother me. You want to smoke your, your devil's lettuce at the swap meet? You go right ahead. But holy shit. Was there a lot of weed? You could not even walk around there without getting a contact high. Luckily, they had corn dog vendors. And that's where the biggest lines were at the corn dog vendors. Go figure. Listen, Jim. I smoked a big old, big old blunt. Some of Cali's finest. Some of that good, good, I think they call it. Alaskan Thunderfuck, and now I got the munchies. Can you get me one extra large corn dog and curly fry? Thank you. Oh, by the way, I'd also like to buy that NOS bottle that you got for my 70 Boss 302 Mustang Fastback. Appreciate it. One last rant before I let you guys go. I've I've been holding this one in a while. A couple weekends back was my brother-in-law Sam's birthday. We went to Fleming's. Good meat, had great meat, but let me just say, Fleming's, you will never, ever become a sponsor of my podcast because of your outlandish prices and your ridiculously stupid way you price menu items. I hate you so much. I hate you. Go down to Fleming's. 
Get a nice prime steak, right? Rare. Perfect. Lady's like, hey, that's the way to have prime steak. You want New York? Perfect. We'll get you New York steak. We'll cut it all up for you. Nice. Rare. That's the only way to eat it. Yeah. You want to side with that? You're already paying 50 bucks for that prime New York steak. But hey, I guess I want some rice pilaf. I want some nice toasted mac and cheese. Smoke it. Throw a little gouda on top. I want that. I want that. But guess what? I can't have that because they charge another extra 20 to 30 for that fucking side. What? Yeah, you got 50 bucks for the steak. It's just fine. All right, you know, I'm getting a nice, a nice two-inch thick prime cut of New York. I can handle that. Cook it rare. Compliments to the chef back there. Okay. Next up, I want a side. Oh, okay, sure, fine. I guess I'll pay $25 for smoked mac and cheese. All right? Well, man, that price is a little hefty for one person. I'm going to need a drink to wash it down. Oh, you want some bottom-of-the-barrel bourbon? Pfft, another 18 bucks. Thanks, appreciate that. Oh, wait, so all for one person. If I can do the math here, 25 bucks plus 50 bucks plus 18 plus another 18 because I saw the price of, <laughs> of the steak and everything else afterwards, for one person to eat there at Fleming's, if you want this, this is just barely a meal, $111. That's not an exaggeration. That upsets me. Fleming's, fuck you. All right? I'll never eat there again unless someone buys it for me and I don't have to pay them. In which case, I will eat there. But if I got to buy it, no. That's it. I'm out. Screw you, Fleming's. Hey, and you know what, guys? On that note, I'm done being cheesed off. I feel like a weight has lifted off my shoulders. This mini episode can be over and done with. And I think next week, me and my brother-in-law Sam will be back on and ready to rock and roll. So guys, enjoy the rest of your weeks. Enjoy your weekends. And I will catch you next week. Thank you very much. Hard cut. Nerd farm. <laughs>